welcome back. This is our second episode, and let's introduce ourselves one more time. I'm Laura. I'm Cameron. And I'm Yongquan. And we don't have Justin with us today, unfortunately. He is busy doing whatever. So today's topic is what motivates us. What motivates us to try? What makes us want to do our best to live out our futile human lives that will ultimately never make a difference? So what about you, Cameron? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I mean... We've talked about this kind of, but I feel like having inspirations and then you see people that um, you're like, well, I want to be like them, you know, just as a character, maybe. Like for me, I'd say my aunt. Uh, I feel like she's very, she's very strong and she's really bubbly and a light for others. And I try to be like her. And I feel like that is what motivates me to keep doing things. So I also want to make her proud a lot of the time. So I guess in a short version, that's what it is for me. Who, who motivates you guys? People, maybe. Mm. I guess for me, um, what I would think is my older sister, and I have an older sister. She's like, like we have we have a very wide wage uh, age gap. We have an eight year age gap. Wage gap, yes. Well, that is true. <laughs> she earns more than zero dollars, and I earn zero dollars. So that is a big <laughs> wage gap. But um, beside that, um, yeah. So we're eight years apart, and growing up. I grew up in um, China, so growing up, Ooh. she was one of those characters that was really outstanding, both in school and everything. Like, she's kind of almost famous where I what? lived. Yeah. And then Whoa. when we moved, she kind of, uh, she also got into Pomona College, and that mm-hmm. was pretty great. I visited her many times throughout, like, my first years here, and then um, I really l- loved her work ethic as well as her basically intelligence. But mm-hmm. there are definitely aspects of her that I kind of don't want to learn. But yeah, nope. I guess <laughs> such as uh, sleeping until um, 12 a.m. in the morning every single day, which is basically <laughs> me at this point. But yeah, um, I guess she is the one who motivates me the most, although she's mm-hmm. she's kind of lazy sometimes also (laughs) (laughs) i have a question young kwan do you ever feel like because you described your sister as like kind of amazing and you know she was even famous back home or back where you used to live do you ever feel like you have to prove yourself when you're like or do you ever feel like you compare yourself to her a lot and that's what's Mm. that's what motivates you or is it just like you see her work ethic and you you're inspired in a way that's like I want to try hard for myself but not mm-hmm. in comparison does that make sense I, yeah, yeah yeah I think when I was younger um people who have met her before have um always compared me to her like oh so you're this person's uh, little brother like just as I would expect but um, that didn't really bother me back then. And then now, since our age gap is pretty wide, um, mm-hmm. I don't really feel um, like I'm constantly being compared to her. I, I'm just um, because uh, recently she had to come home also because of the uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think uh, watching her work as well as um, like her trying her best, even um, even in times where like, it's really easy to become easy on yourself and kind of like get lazy at home. 
um, I think that's what kind of motivates me. Rather that's than, interesting. Rather than the and expectation. Now, mm-hmm. You were saying yeah. how you don't feel like people compare you to her, but do you feel like you compare yourself to her? I think since we're basically like a 10-year apart, there's a lot of difference between us. But since like I took up a lot of her habits when because I, I watched her while she was basically my age, I think we are very similar in our likes and dislikes, but we are very different people. I just don't feel like I'm mm-hmm. comparing to her um, like all the time. Good. That's good. That, that's really good. <laughs> I feel yeah. like this has become that's... a counseling session. Holy. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> I was just interested because I feel like, I mean, you, you did mention your age gap as a big factor in that. But mm. I keep thinking, like, I wonder how my sister's gonna experience freshman year because she's gonna be a freshman when we're seniors so like the age gap is like three years compared Mm -hmm. to your like really big one and i don't know i feel kind of bad because i think she's just gonna be called laura's sister a lot not that i'm like super popular as a drum major (laughs) major. that's not even like the point my sister's a drum major renowned (laughs) laura i don't know and I feel like you know think- my parents compare her a lot to me because she cares less about school and more about social, like, friends mm-hmm. and stuff. It's not, yeah. like, it's not that I don't care about those things, but <laughs> she, like, wow. doesn't care about school mm-hmm. as much as I cared about school when I was her age. So my parents are kind of like, eat them. <laughs> um, and, yeah. like, I don't know how that affects her mental health, but I don't know. I you should know probably what? talk to her. <laughs> No, but I feel like she also could look up to you because I, I, it seems so cool to have a sister close in age, like from the movies, you know, like, oh, the sister bonding things. Your brother like, going is to them for advice. And it's a little different. I mean, yeah, he's, I don't know. It felt like for me and my brother, it felt like more so that we were the same age because we're like almost the same stages of life and everything, you know, and I'm just like a year uh, behind him. But we're very different in school. Like, mm. I feel like I'm just like driven in school because I like to learn and just, because my friends are different, things like that. That's what I also think. You know, going back to the motivation thing, I think that's what motivates too is your environment and your friends. Mm-hmm. If you have friends that are like really driven, you know, you guys all want to take honors classes or do really good in school, then you're going to kind of fall into that category. Whereas if you have maybe friends that are more just focused on uh, maybe like social stuff and I don't know, what's the word for it, guys? I don't know. Social, social life? life? Yeah. Then, social life. Sure, I mean. yeah. I mean, it's not like I don't have a social life, but I'm just saying like, I guess, if your uh, values, oh god, I can't. Your ideas are different, I guess. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, I mean, having maybe uh, honestly, this is my opinion, but like, mm-hmm. not focusing on academics that much in high school, like ultimately, it's not not going to affect you that much because high, yeah. high school is just a fraction of your life. It really then, is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, Miss Leverett, she's a for listeners who don't go to Northwood. She's our uh, one of our. Eight- a push teachers at our school but she went she didn't try that hard in um, high school and uh, then she went to community college and went to UCLA which I feel like so cool because mm-hmm. at Northwood there's such a stigma around going to you know four-year wow. college yes. but it's so great to go to junior college and I feel like we often I don't know sometimes people put it down but it's, then you have mm-hmm. people like Miss Lever it's like power you know? mm-hmm. it's awesome uh, I think mm-hmm. people are like starting to a value the the name more than the practical it's like totally because practically like okay how it's like how many universities are there throughout the nation like 
like thousands, yeah, yeah. thousands of universities. Like, are they all going to be that much different from each other? Not necessarily. Right. Uh, obviously, if you go to a liberal arts college, it's going to be slightly different than you go to a big um, technical like a state research. technical yeah. research center. But like, ultimately, the education offered at all of these colleges are not going to be that much different from mm-hmm. each other. They're all going to offer mm-hmm. the standard. Material for first, first effort, uh, freshman and sophomore, and then junior and senior year in college, you're gonna do more of your own stuff. But um, that's all a process that prepares you and like that allows you to grow until after college. So I, I don't necessarily feel like if um, like if your siblings are not as focused on academics, that's a that's not really a big deal because yeah. they can always do it later. Also, like. Yeah. Let's say everybody knew that academics in high school didn't matter as much as they thought. Mm-hmm. So what makes all of us try so hard in this in academics? Because if they don't matter, like you said, then mm-hmm. why, why are we trying? That's a good point. Um... Well, I feel like, if you know, when I was in elementary school, I didn't really care about I don't know. It's not that I didn't care about school. I just wasn't adamant on grades, you know? Mm-hmm. I I definitely didn't. Yeah, studying wasn't a thing for me. But then I got to seventh grade, and I, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird to say this, but it's not until people started calling me smart that I started believing it. Oh, my then, goodness. That's so true. <sighs> right? Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's what I mean. I just remember one time I was in seventh grade. And uh, I, did, I wasn't in honors in seventh grade. I was in the CP class, right? But I was part in this group. And some, some kids said, oh, yeah, we have Cameron on our team. And it totally shifted my mindset. And then I started thinking myself that I could, like, oh, oh. Because, you know, I always, in elementary school, I always had looked at these kids. I was like, man, they're so smart. But now maybe I was that kid to someone. And then, and then I just, I guess it pushed me to try harder. And then especially when I got to, like, freshman year. And I, I feel like it was just a cycle. Because then the more I tried, I guess the more people viewed me that way. And I started to think of myself as smart, and then I wanted to uphold that. And I just, and then I realized, I think that even if I didn't care about what college I got to or anything, I think I would still try in school just because that's who I am, and I just, I'm, I'm driven like that, and I, mm-hmm. I want, I don't know, I just still think I want to be satisfied with myself if I knew I could be doing more. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I had a similar experience. Well, not necessarily mm-hmm. the same experience, but I also and think that I was especially like great at academics mm-hmm. I, I just did my best and then um so yeah. long as I was satisfied with my with my work I was like fine with it and if I'm not I will just try harder it's like it's like the, I'm always either constantly one of those two like results and mm-hmm. then um I think once on one hand it's a good positive like pressure that someone expects you to be a certain level like that your peers expect you to be like mm-hmm. attain a certain academic level uh, and that's like positive reinforcement but also I think it's also not it's also important that ultimately um, that's someone else's view of you that's not really that's not necessarily your entire like identity like mm-hmm. just being a smart person so that's why I kind of think I, I try to not live up to as much to someone else of course yeah. it's really helpful in case I get lazy and self fulfillment almost is a thing that also like kind of motivates me it's like it's Mm -hmm. like if am I satisfied with myself probably maybe probably not most Mm -hmm. of the time (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. I think 
But I have a different experience when it comes to motivation in school because mm-hmm. I moved here. I- I'm like you, young Kwan, immigrant gang. But um, <laughs> but I moved here like around age ten, so it was I started sixth grade in America. Oh wait, then, same. Oh, actually, whoa, that's fire. Um, before in Canada, I did not care about school. I like. Yeah, I just did not care. It's not that I got bad grades. It's just, like, for all of my assignments, I was like, eh. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, and it makes sense because it was elementary school and, like, mm-hmm. not much mattered. It's not like they told you to think about college at that age. So, yeah. But I moved here. And then, so the education system between Canada and America is so different. And America, Ooh. or, like... Maybe not all of America, but for Irvine, Irvine it, it, it was so much more rigorous and there was so much more importance placed on academics compared to the academic culture in Canada. In Canada, nobody cared about school, like nobody. I, I didn't, I knew one kid and he had to transfer schools because like we wow. all did not care about school. Like he, wow. it was just not his place, you know? Yeah. And so I moved oh. here, and then I saw, and I realized I knew nothing. It's not that I, okay, I did not know anything, but I do remember in sixth grade, we had to do, like, a, like, in the beginning of the year, we had to do this test that was, like, let's see where everyone's at, at, like, multiplication and division and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I got, like, so many questions wrong, and then I saw everybody next to me get, like, hundreds and shit off, and I was, like... You put oh you feel put down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, I look stupid, and it made me really sad. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's what made me want to try a lot more. And mm-hmm. so, so okay, because I moved in sixth grade, I was I didn't do um this whole the whole like uh advanced placement thing in middle school. Yeah, so I was like you, Cameron. I was in CP classes. It was like way too easy, and I was like, I hate yeah. this so much. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, everybody's like, haha, easy A classes are great, but honestly, for me, it's just boring, and I'd rather be harder, Challenge. I guess, and have like good discussions and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like hell. That was really like cool. hell. <laughs> yeah, but hell is on a zero lit. We're not oh, just yes. talking bad about lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank yeah. you for Please that distinction. Uh... You're welcome. Yes. For any non-Northwood viewers. Yeah. Um. Um, That's interesting, Laura. Yeah, but then, like, my reasons for motivation kind of, they became more complex. Like, it was, it has to do with self-esteem, and I think I noticed that in both of yours, too. Like, Cameron, you started getting motivated Mm -hmm. because people kind of regarded you as smart, and that made you want to see yourself as smart, so you tried hard. Mm -hmm. Young Kwan, yours was, like, what was yours? (laughs) It was kind of complicated. Yeah. It's like... it's like yours is a combination idea. of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it was like similar to Cameron's sort of. And you mm. guys agreed a lot when you were like, oh, when somebody calls me smart, I um I tend to like agree. Or I tend to I think a bit more about yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, reassure it's reassure. Wow, that's really interesting. And yeah, guys, that it's weird that this is what I'm noticing as we're talking. This is something new I learned today, is that like we all started I feel like to motivate we were we all began to be motivated once others told like told us 
or like either when we compared ourselves to others or when we finally felt like that we were worthy of being called smart and then but then it grew to like had have greater complexity like then it started to be like we were more like we wanted we wanted to do good and we wanted to challenge ourselves isn't that weird Mm -hmm. yeah am i did i hit that right yeah no yeah definitely okay interesting then that's really weird yeah huh i was gonna say as viewers maybe you can evaluate uh what motivates you in that sense i guess what is your reason for trying and things maybe academics yeah that's really important to think about because i know a lot of people Mm -hmm. like a lot of people try because their parents kind of force them on them yeah that's not necessarily a bad thing because i know my parents are really into academics or like they put a lot of importance on academics too because you know my mom kind of grew up not in a great spot Mm -hmm. financially and um the only way she could get out of her tiny little villain was Mm -hmm. like through education so she tried really really hard and she got into a great school all you know the success story yeah yeah. um I don't know I think about that and I was like and I I used to think about it negatively in a way that was like oh my god my parents are so much smarter than me I'm such a disappointment but now I Mm. kind of I don't know I reflect on it and I think you know, that's why they want me to try because they want me to make a better life for myself. Not that I have a bad yeah. life now. Definitely not. But yeah, make your own path, basically. Because my mom I could like have that. just like dropped out of high school like all the rest of her friends and, you know, worked with her mom in textiles for so long. But instead, she decided to choose education and she decided to choose um, a college that would give her way more opportunities mm-hmm. and things like that so yeah and yeah. you know i feel like the academic pressure thing that can be the motivation for some students but it can come in toxic forms and encouraging like what mm-hmm. you see it more as a source of pot like positivity and like guidance in a sense Laura. Mm-hmm. where some kids i feel like they themselves aren't motivated but their parents are constantly pressuring them Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I'm I'm not in that situation necessarily because my my parents, uh, neither of them were like super very school oriented. Um, my dad ended up going to college and stuff, but uh, yeah, I feel like that's different. There, I know some kids that they get scared when they get a B because their parents are gonna, or like even an E minus. I know one of our friends, you know him too, Laura. That, but that's a case, and I just I I feel like it can kind of be sad, but then it also causes that person. It's 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 a lot of gray area because that person is going to an amazing school, um, but I feel like it was at some cost, you know. Yeah, Almost. I mean, there's always cost, but yeah. you also don't know like if they're okay with being like even if their parents yeah. force them and it seems like they don't like it, you don't know that. Right. You don't know if they, you you just don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like also a lot of my motivation comes from we t- we did mention this, but other people the environment mm-hmm. of northwood and i did mention this in the last episode like if i moved somewhere else that was less academic or there was less of an academic culture i would probably mm-hmm. not try as hard as i do now and yeah. i think that's really important and i think it's it's a it's a double-edged sword you know yeah that's why that's a great way to put wow <laughs> it. wow that's really cool double-edged sword because it's like the environment around you motivates you to do better and be better, but it can also be toxic in a way that was like, that's like you're constantly comparing yourself to others. And I've been in both spots 
you know like mm-hmm. sometimes even in hell like i'll compare myself to you guys like one day yeah. young Kwan, you'll will have like a really great analysis and i'm like oh crap <laughs> i'm just, like stupid compared to him things like that you know um yeah. i'm sure you guys have experienced that too but mm-hmm. um D- definitely it's definitely important to always be introspective why are you why are you motivated or what motivates you and how does my environment affect my mental health or how does it affect my views on my motivation or my mm-hmm. efforts Cameron, what were you saying you were saying something about oh Oh, I was just, oh, if you guys are ready for the next question, are you guys yeah, I'm supposed ready. to? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, what motivates you guys through hardships in your life? Not necessarily, it can be school oriented, but um, just like, I guess if you're having a bad day or just, you know, something goes wrong, mm-hmm. what pushes you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start this one. <laughs> so, okay. I have some really strange ways to cope with this, but I think it also kind of shows, uh, also made me realize that, like, because our earlier topic was on basically comparing yourself with, um, like, people who are better than you, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Looking up to other people. So, okay, so some, usually when I feel down or I'm bored, um, I probably just go onto YouTube and <laughs> go search yeah. up some, something to go watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, um, it's really been some of, like, news, honestly. And it's hmm. not – and that may seem like a strange choice to make because, like – News is and, depressing. News is very yeah. depressing. Exactly. So when, I'm, when you're depressed, why would you want to look at more things that will make you more sad? And I think s- some parts of it is is kind of, like – making myself realize how fortunate I am honestly mm, that wow. I was I was able to like worry about things that are to other people that are like these are not important yeah. at all yeah and mm-hmm. that and like reassess like my top like my priorities is like oh is this thing going to be like a big a big significance in the future and big sim- significance to me and um, usually I think this is a good way to like kind of straighten out your mindset a bit because sometimes personally for me, you can get really stuck on something if you don't like back out and then take a full look at it. You can get really stuck and your mindset would not be straight. And I think that's what people need to do is sometimes just take a breather and then think look about it. Look at the bigger first. picture. Look at the bigger picture. Yeah, that's really cool. I feel yeah. that's interesting. For me, I think. What about you, Laura? I think expression, but like creative expression. Like I write, yeah. mm. it's so embarrassing. But I like write like little poems or little Aww. songs sometimes. Ooh. Like if I'm going through a really hard time, and we we can discuss this in another episode. Like, you know, our hard difficulties in life. But uh, whenever I go through things like that or things that make me really sad or down on myself, I just write about it. And, like, sometimes I'll, like, I can't sing. I really can't. But sometimes I'll I just sing it I think you have a good voice. It, it's, it needs work. <laughs> but I'll just sing it out and it doesn't need to rhyme. I'll just kind of 
go off, you know? And maybe yeah. I'll switch keys accidentally or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter how good it is. I just want it out of me. And That's really cool. I don't know. It makes me feel a lot better. Especially trombone. Uh-huh. Playing trombone, oh. I don't even need to be good. Or I don't even need to try so hard. But, like, just the physical effort of blowing air into it kind of feels like all everything that you're dealing with is sort of getting put out there. And it's not on your shoulders anymore. Wow. Yeah. That's really creative. It's like, yeah, it's, I think um, people always say that, like, oh, don't, um, don't avoid the issue, like, look at it. But, like, I, I honestly think that, like, a distraction from what you're, like, working on is very important yeah, definitely. sometimes. It's like, it's like, why, like, why do people suggest that you go out to, like, for physical exercise whenever you're stressed? Why do they suggest, oh, maybe try doing something else? It's like, it's like sometimes it like literally it. expels it out needed. of your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you need it almost to stay sane too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess like for me, I, I notice a lot of times I lean like I, I, I use my friends and family for support. Oh, if I yeah, if I'm worried about something, I I automatically go to uh, my best friend or my aunt. I, I notice I just call them and then I just vent and then just their presence makes me feel supported sometimes I don't even have to talk I'll just be on the phone with them and knowing that they're on the other line mm-hmm. um but things like that and it's also I feel like if I okay I guess I'll use something as an example okay uh I had found out I hadn't got something once that I had interviewed for uh, at school right. and I found out at break right but then the next class I had in viral and it was a fun class and I, well, I was really bummed about this thing I didn't get. But the next class, it was a fun class. And then I had softball practice. And that was a lot of fun, too, being around my friends. And I just, I feel like by the end of the day, my spirits were really uplifted. And I noticed that for me, uh, personally, a lot of small moments are able to cushion these big things that happen. Right. Because it's just like, I like being around people that make me feel good, you know? And then, but also, you know, during quarantine, it was hard. Because if something bad happened... I just feel like it just stung for a little bit longer because mm. I wasn't able to go out and actively be around other people. It just kind of felt like it was sitting there. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that definitely happened to me. Like, I feel like, mm. oh, it's so depressing, but I feel like I, it's not that I lost friends, but mm. I literally, I just stopped talking to people. And, you know, it, half of it's my fault, half of it's their fault. It's always half and half. Yeah. But literally just stopped talking to people and it affected my mental health a lot and it was especially yeah. bad like three days ago <laughs> and mm-hmm. until like I texted someone I haven't texted in a while and they responded and we had like a nice conversation and it made me feel mm-hmm. like a lot better than I thought it would yeah. and you know it just like restored my hope because like before, I was thinking, like, oh, I hate everybody at the school. I can't wait to graduate. Things like that. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys have felt that way before, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can't wait to graduate. I don't want to see anybody ever again. And, <laughs> like, it makes sense. But also, to look at it from, like, a more or logical perspective in that it's missed people no matter what. And you might as well make the most of what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that mindset too has like you know realize a lot of the things I'm grateful for and that's what you know I say we do another episode on what quarantine has taught us yeah but 
I guess a little snippet of that is this really taught me like to value my friendships and people that bring me up and make me feel almost restored in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. This this mm-hmm. has turned re- from really depressing to really deep and thought provoking. I'm I actually I like that's very, good. That's very cool. Yeah, I'm actually very surprised with how this turned out because the beginning of the episode, when you were introducing the episode, I was I was going to say this turned from episode one into a very very depressing turn, but then somehow we were able to bring it back. Good job, guys! Yeah, good job. Seventy-seven views so far on our last podcast, which is that's really cool. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh my god. What about what motivates you guys to be like better people? personality-wise? I think for me, it's understanding that you need to treat others with respect. And, oh, okay, this is a big thing. I noticed that if I am in a bad mood, I really try not to take it out on others Mm. because they don't deserve that, you know? And, like, workers at stores, sometimes people will just be mean and harsh, and I'm like, my God, I know. Oh, and substitute teachers. I feel so bad when kids (laughs) are mean to teachers or substitute teachers because think... What if they're going to go home to their husband or wife or whoever? What if they go home and say, guys, people were just so mean to me today. I had a really rough day. I don't feel good. I don't want to do that to someone. That really breaks my heart. I don't. I just think it's important to be kind to other people because you have to recognize that they're human. And I feel like sometimes we just forget about that, you know? Definitely. And you can <laughs> – bigger topics. But, like, with wars too, you know, with it's kind of like a similar idea with your enemy. You don't know their story and stuff. So it's easier to just do harm. But once you find out about them, and I feel like it's, and they have a face and a story now, it's hard to ruin that, if that makes sense. So what motivates you is, like, the thought that you could be, or you could be, like, ruining someone else's day? Yeah, I don't want to, I don't, yeah, I don't want to hurt others' feelings, mm. you know? I get that. Um. So, actually, I... I was the the type of uh, person to that Cameron exactly described when I was in a bad mood and Aww. I was with people that I'm like really close with. Um, I I would take it out. Okay, this is just a small fact about me. If you're a person that I have just known or I do not know very well, I will be super courteous to you and I will be really really nice to yeah, you. Yeah. But if yeah. you're something that I know, if you're somebody that I know really closely, like people as well as other friends in our class have mm-hmm. seen me rant and uh, <laughs> basically yeah, yeah tirade um, plenty okay. of times due to, due yeah. to various uh, reasons. So I think but has also taught me is that when someone else does that to me, I think I get a better idea of how to handle that as a result because I'm like this type of person. And I think it's only about also caring about the person who's like feeling bad at the moment because I mean they have to have a reason for acting this way mm-hmm. so I think that's definitely an important thing to happen because people usually in these type of situations people say leave it alone leave them leave them alone and I think definitely sometimes that's a good way to deal with things but I think it's very important that whenever one of the per- people you know very closely and hold very closely, um, one of these people like show that they're af- deeply affected by something that you have a personal like responsibility to try to help them in mm-hmm. some way in order to 
better in order to like kind of help them overcome that because I think again as we mentioned before the interhuman connection between the people can be the key between like getting a person out of a ditch or yeah. having them sink deeper into that ditch definitely definitely that's really having personal relationships is so important and I feel like that's like like with this overall podcast that is the motivation for things for a lot of things you know you mm. want to make others proud you want to support the ones you love and I just yeah I feel like that's the driving force in a lot of my decisions and Vara the question was what motivates you to be the, a, the best person or something yeah, right? what, what motivates you to be a better person yeah yeah mm. and I feel like yeah I want to be a better person for others so I can be them in their life yeah I I, I kind of agree with you guys. I, I also feel that way. Like, it's like, I always try to be considerate of what other people are feeling, what they're going through, and how I can not be a burden on them, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> thing that I've learned a lot, and I've learned this, like, kind of recently, I guess, is, like, when you're angry or you're sad at someone, or it's, like, sad about someone or angry at someone, Mm-hmm. don't take it out in the moment and that's so hard for me because mm. like I will write yeah. like I will write this super long paragraph about like everything mm-hmm. <laughs> everything that I'm going through and I'll I'll be so mad but mm-hmm. and then usually I'll just like send it and this is usually happens late at night I'll like send it yeah and then I'll go to sleep and then I wake up and I regret it so much because it's like what I, have I done it's like <laughs> no it's like I was angry in the moment and maybe I had a right to be angry points made that like I did write an entire paragraph and that kind of got my feelings out on the page but then I made mm-hmm. sure not to send it and then I woke up in the morning feeling yeah. a lot better and I was so glad I didn't send it because I reread it and I was like oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then yeah it's hard when you're angry at someone it's so hard to remember that they're going through things too that may be related to what you're angry about or may not be like I was mm-hmm. like I was really angry at my friend the other day because he or I was trying to talk about how there was like one event in my life that really affected me and I was trying to talk about it and he kind of like avoided the topic a little bit and it got me really ma- mad mangry it got me mad <laughs> and um, that's when I wrote that whole long paragraph whatever but thing after I was like I was so angry at you last night. Do you want to read the paragraph that I sent and laugh at it? And he was like, sure. Okay. And then um I That's sent good. it and then you know, he like responded to the points I made and I was like, Yeah, I get that. And but he did say this one thing, like the event that I went through also affected him in that like affected him and I didn't consider that in the moment when I was mad because I thought he was like more removed from the situation I'll go more into detail about what the situation is but yeah so this was such a long answer but what motivates me to be a better person is similar to you guys like not right like illogical it just just no it was like just wrong and okay yeah I, I just regret it so much doing that Mm. but the consideration of other people's 
lives. Because honestly, sometimes it feels like we're all living the same life. It does. And, you know, there are certain differences. And there are... We go through a lot of the same things together, and we feel a lot of the same feelings. That's yeah. why music is, exists. Because it's like mm-hmm. shared emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. And I... so we definitely need to be more considerate about how no matter what one person looks like on the outside like are they feeling sad on the outside or are they feeling completely fine you don't know what's happening inside I feel like with so many people I think every single person has something going on in their life that uh is often hidden and we just forget about that and it doesn't even matter if it's I don't know. Situations can be different and one cannot seem as bad, but how it affects the person can be equal. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's really important to remember. No, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know how we got into this topic. Especially bagging. We got really deep this episode. But... Especially like, yeah. and I'm guilty of this, but bagging on people for things that they complain about. Like, for example, like somebody will be bummed that they got a B or something. And, you know, they, they're just feeling down. And that happens to like, we've all gotten bad grades before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you yeah. feel, like, that kind of, like, oh, I'm kind of a disappointment. Or, like, you just kind of have a low self-esteem in that moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, one person will go to their friend and be like, oh, I got to be on this assignment, but I really tried hard, and I really wish, or, like, I really hoped for more. And then that other person, like, kind of bags on them, like, bro, that's a B. Why are you even complaining? That makes me so yeah. mad. It makes me mad because mm-hmm. I do it sometimes, but also it makes me mad just because, like, you don't, you can't feel exactly how they're feeling in that moment, but you can try. Mm-hmm. And you need yeah. to consider that. So, yeah. Good talk, guys. We <laughs> covered a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys, as viewers, felt some insight in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. That wraps us up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys felt a level of deep thought within yourselves. And I hope you guys enjoyed this too. Does anybody else have any other closing remarks? Hope you guys enjoyed oh, this episode. follow our Instagram. Yeah, oh, follow yeah. our Instagram, as Cameron said. At Adastro Studio Official, uh, the Northwood Talks. We are, that account will now begin inactive. Um, and we're going to work through Adastro Studio Official, which our podcast is a branch of our website. So, yeah, go check out our website as well, adastra.com. Thank you, guys. Okay, we'll see Thank everybody um, most likely next week. Yeah. Most likely. Okay. Good night, guys. All right.